Welcome to episode three of your personal podcast. For those who want more out of life, we bring this podcast to you unedited, 30 years in the making in so many ways. I'm Martin Hazy. I have an MBA. I'm an entrepreneur, educator, CEO, and former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with my longtime colleague and co-host, Mim Romeo, corporate retailer, business coach and mentor, executive advisor, and community leader. Mim, welcome. Great to be here, and uh, welcome to all our listeners. We certainly thank you for tuning in. And one thing we'd also like to say is thank you for all the feedback we've been receiving for episode one and two. We do believe in continuous improvement, and that feedback has just been instrumental. And episode one, we focused on the topic of mentoring. Episode two, reinvention and change. Mim, episode three, my fitness app just popped a message up in front of me saying I need to go for a walk. <laughs> Episode three, Mim, what are we chatting about? I don't want to interrupt your social life. This, is, this might not be as important to you, but that's okay. Health and well-being, Mim, it's very, very important, believe me. <laughs> it is, it is. Look, today we're talking about a real important subject. It's all about self-belief. And self-belief will impact everyone and anyone who is on this earth currently today. Let's unpack it because... We hear these concepts of being positive, having self-confidence, but self-belief is a little bit different. I sense that it actually runs deeper. So what does self-belief mean to you, Mim? To me, it means that whatever I say, I am going to do. If I say something to you, Martin, uh, that I'm going to do anything, then the evidence of that will be do it. And if I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to say it. With many of our podcasts, we talk about translating thoughts into action. This is one of them. And I agree with that comment wholeheartedly, Mim, is that self-belief has something to do with turning our values, our skills into action because it's action that actually transforms lives, isn't it? That's right. It's the evidence of what we produce. See, we talk about self-belief. Sometimes that word self-belief is taken into a different context. But what we've got to understand is self-belief will produce action, will produce a tangible product that we can actually show others that what we believe in, we're producing. So based on the feedback from many of our listeners around the world, and again, please do keep that coming, is that our listeners want us to provide them with tools. They, They really want to know what's in the toolkit and how do they use it. So today we're going to share a bit of a roadmap on how to strengthen your own self-belief. And we're going to then share examples of our own lives, Mim, in terms of how that has transformed our own circumstances by applying it back to the whole, back to the whole thing of taking action. So I'm going to go back to you. Share an example from the outset how self-belief has changed your life. What are the benefits of self-belief? Look, the benefits of self-belief is this, that you've always got joy in your life. You've always got happiness. You've always got opportunities that you create. There's always growth in life. Every day we're learning, we're growing. I'm learning, I'm growing. I don't. I started early in life, Martin, to understand that my self-belief is not based on other people's expectations or other people's beliefs. My belief is based on what I think I can do and to make sure I do produce that. And in producing that, it gives me the opportunity to strengthen that. In strengthening that, I'm improving what I'm doing. So my life is growing every day. I'm producing results that I couldn't ever dream of producing when I was 20 years old or what I'm producing today. But that journey 
has been a successful one for me. Why? Because in my within me, I've got that belief that I can do it. I don't need to have that confidence from anyone else. I need to build it myself. Key point. It's really interesting, isn't it? There's a good reason why it's called self-belief. We get consumed by other how others think of us, don't we? That's right. And sometimes that can really slow our own progress. It can really inhibit our own personal development. Absolutely it inhibits us. Why? Because we've got our focus on others. We've got our focus trying to meet everyone else's expectations. Everyone has a list of what we're supposed to meet and that puts us off in terms of what we should be doing. So I look at it this way. It's my mindset and my ability and strength. Today, I might be able to achieve a certain level of competency or certain level of things I say, but I can guarantee you tomorrow it'll improve. The day after, it'll improve. Why? Because my motive is not from arrogance. My motive is to help improve my life. And improving my life, I'll guarantee I'll improve someone else's. That's another key difference, I think, between self-belief and self-confidence. Because sometimes you meet people who are just ultra self-confidence. And that actually can come across as arrogance. And you just mentioned that. Self-belief is a lot deeper than that. I've come across people who are very quiet, They're very mild-mannered. But after a conversation with them, they've got this inner strength and it just kind of comes out of them. They're not boasting it. They don't have the megaphone. They don't have to tell you they're brilliant. You just know after getting to know them, there's some real depth there. That must be or that must have something to do with self-confidence and self-belief. They must be interrelated, but maybe more self-belief. Without a doubt, the more results you achieve, the stronger you become. The more challenges you take on, the better you become. Why? Because now the challenges become an opportunity for you to grow. Now the challenges, you're not fearing those challenges as failures. You're saying, I'm taking that challenge on because I believe I can overcome it. I believe I can do it. Now, what do we need to do? We need to understand the pathway to get there. Many of our listeners might say, Well, it sounds like a pretty easy journey. It's not. There's commitment. There's focus. There's determination. There's an understanding that the first time you try to climb Mount Everest, you might not get there. The second time, you might not get there. But but I tell you what, after the 30th approach, you'll get to the top of the mountain and you'll celebrate that. Why? Because your determination, your belief in understanding that you could get there, you needed to strengthen some areas of your life but it was never doubting in your mind that you could get there. I didn't know you were good at hiking. Eh? You didn't notice me running around the block, did you? No, I didn't. I think you need a fitness app as much as I do. Now, let's... So you're telling me I'm overweight? No, not for a second. I mean, that's a reason why this is a podcast and it's not live TV or on YouTube. Now, Mim, let's... No, I'm not talking to you. Let's talk about 10... 10 things that our listeners can do to strengthen their own self-belief. Now, I'm going to start with visualisation. I'm a big fan of this. And I'll quickly share an example I'm going to throw to you. So I've always visualised something before I've done it. And did I get that right when I was younger? Probably not. Have I got better at it? Probably yes. So when we're setting out or when I'm setting out to do something I've often got a mental picture about what that looks like before I've even started the journey. I find that critically important. It helps me. It strengthens my own self-belief in terms of the outcome I'm looking to get. 
What are your thoughts on visualisation? Visualisation is really important. One thing I would encourage, I always encourage myself, is to not only visualise what I'd like to achieve, but celebrate what I already have. And what I mean by celebrate is there's lots of things that we do every day that we find that it's maybe not a big deal, but many people might not have ever experienced that. So what we've got to do is recognise the achievements in life. That strengthens our self-belief. Why? Because our journey of life brings us to many, many parts of life, in a sense, for challenges that we overcome. You know, when we talk about being born and then we talk about the journey of life and what we go through, how many things have we achieved that we haven't recognised that would have strengthened our our self-belief? But what we did is we focused on those moments that we didn't achieve something, we failed at something, and that turned our confidence into something that we didn't believe we could do anymore. It turned our self-belief into unbelief. And now we started to grow in this in society as ones that thought, oh, this is probably too hard. The stretch is too much. Why? Because no one was there to nurture us to say, you know what, in life, you're going to fall a couple of times. But it's not how you fall, it's how you get up. So learning from failures and setbacks. And I like to say, and I say this to myself, because I think self-belief has a lot to do with self-talk how you talk to yourself during the day, during at night, is that in many ways if I look at my journey, Mim, I've probably just failed a lot more than other people. And people say, what do you mean by that, Martin? That's an odd thing to say. It's not really. We all fail at things. And in many ways, sometimes that's how we learn. And if you fail often but win big, it's kind of sometimes the pathway towards realising your true potential, isn't it? We all make little boo-boos along the way. I've made my fair share. So your thoughts on failures and setbacks and their relationship with self-belief. This is one thing I learned early on in life. You know, sometimes even the words we use influence our thought pattern. You know, when we talk about success and failure in general terms across any industry, what I always started to understand, if I say to myself, instead of strengths and weaknesses or success and failure, I say, I strengthen everything I'm doing well at and I'm going to improve all the other areas. Now, just changing the terminology starts to build a different level of belief in me, a different level of confidence because the word failure, the word not achieving, indicates to us that we finished the journey, but we haven't. We might have tried something for the first time, for the second, for the third, but our determination will get us to the end result we're looking for. Why? Because now we're starting to understand we can improve. Now we're starting to understand that our strengths can get better and other areas we can improve. Belief will start to strengthen in us. Confidence will start to rise and the evidence will start to show. I was in the airport the other day and I bought a book called Ikigai and it's written by Garcia and Morales and they talk about purpose and the relationship between purpose and longevity. You've really just touched upon something there. What and I think this does strike to the heart of the topic today, which is self-belief. Oh, I'm going to read a sentence out of this book. There is a tension between what is good for someone and what they want to do. This is because people like to do things that they've always done. The problem is that the brain then develops ingrained habits and it doesn't need to think anymore. Wow. I mean, we spoke about reinvention and change in podcast episode number two, we're now talking about something different, but they are related, self-belief. 
you've got to believe in yourself, i.e. self-belief, but you've got to take action, but you've got to stretch yourself because that's how the brain works, doesn't it? If, if you keep doing things which you have not done before, your brain will keep learning and you'll become more adept at doing so. We limit our potential of what we can achieve every day. Why? Because like you said, Martin, we program ourselves to think a certain way. And if we pro- that program doesn't get upgraded, a bit like our computers, if we don't upgrade our, our software in our computers, we're going to be left behind. So our mindset has to be really nurtured, really needs to be in a position of growth. I was speaking to someone the other day and they were telling me about an opportunity they had in terms of being able to get a better return on their money investment. And say, let's hypothetically, I won't go into the the confidentiality in terms of those details, but let's say hypothetically people were getting 5% return on their money. This person thought they could get about 15%. Can I I have their phone number? (laughs) Now, most people would say, oh, gee, if the average is 15 is too much. You know what I said to him? Why stop at 15? Why can't you build it to 30? Because opportunity is there. Growth is there. It's your belief whether you can achieve a higher number. Now, you told me 15. Why didn't you tell me 20? Because internally, we start to get to a limitation. Why? Because our mind starts to restrict it. Instead of saying, if the average is 5%, why can't I get 50? Okay, we've got a nugget of gold here. You're then saying that if you've got strong self-belief in terms of outcomes, it attracts opportunity to you and you will or you'll certainly have a much greater propensity to find and unlock the solutions. Many people, and if you use the investment example, will accept a 5% return. Well, I can share with you, I never would. So why? Because to me, that's unacceptable. That's not an option. There must be better returns out there. And whether we're talking about return on investment or we're talking about health and fitness, like my fitness app keeps yelling at me, It's the same conversation in so many ways, isn't it, Mim? It is because you've got to understand what is your limitation in your mind currently and how did that limitation get there? We talk about self-belief. Everyone in a room, we could be 10 of us in a room and we could all say we all have self-belief and I'll guarantee we'll all be at different parts of the stages of our life. Some would be maybe more financially better off. Some might be more happier in life. Some might be still in the inception of their journey of life. But what it is, is saying, why do we have those limitations? What prevents us from thinking beyond that boundary that we've set? It's the very factor that it's the environment we're in that sometimes creates the opportunities going forward. Okay, so the environment we're in is often determined by the people we surround ourselves with. Here's another key point for us to unpack for our listeners, is what role does the people that you surround yourself with and choose to surround yourself with have to do with your own self-belief? Look, it's, it's important because if you have this desire to succeed, to grow, to get better, and you're surrounded with a group of people that have a, a tendency to not have that energy to want to do so and always look at life as, as negative, then that's going to impact your journey without a doubt. You know, you're going to have all the motivation, you're going to have all that self-belief inside, but all of a sudden the conversation is starting to transform your mind into one that was positive, 
now to be negative. And so you don't look at improvement anymore. Now you're looking at, I don't think I can do this. But what about when we're inadvertently, let's say, surrounding ourselves with people who just share a very different belief system to ourselves? What do you do? You inspire people to understand that if you can say it, you should be able to do it. So if you can't do it, don't say it. Put a stake in the ground. Put it. Put it a standard. You know, from my example, my own example. If I can't do it, I won't say it. If I ask someone to do something that I can't do, I would not say it, because my belief is that if you want to lead by example, then you need to provide the evidence. We cannot say words and then expect others to deliver. But like attracts like. So if you've got a belief system, a self-belief system, which is positive, it's output-orientated, it's constructive, you want to do good for your family, for your city, for your society, whatever that might be to you, sometimes we bring people into our life or people come into our life who just don't share that belief system. In my experience, Mim, I walk away. Well, my experience is a little bit different. If I come across people who've never, who maybe don't have that mindset, it's an opportunity for me to show them what they're missing out on. It's an opportunity for me, firstly, to highlight their strengths, to highlight what they can achieve, that they thought they never could. Why? Because I'm an example of someone who people said couldn't achieve something, but I did. Someone who told me it's not achievable, but I achieved it. Someone who said it's not possible, but I made it possible. So if I can make it possible, you can. Empathy is something which I think is just written all over you. And I think it's a fantastic thing. You're one of the most empathetic individuals I think I've ever come across. And I think that really underscores why the fact we've had such a great relationship for 30 years, you've put up with me. It is, you're, well, you're very empathetic. I'm finally glad you realised that. You know? it took me 30 you know? years. Some people get a gold watch after 25. <laughs> Longer than a jail term sentence, as they say. Now. I'll close my eyes if you want to wrap my gift up now. Hang on. <laughs> Keep going. Keep let's going. look at self-care, even self-love, as what does that have to do with self-belief? Everything has to do with self-belief. You know, if we can't look. Let's look at the, the word love. If we can't love ourselves, how can we believe in ourselves? If we can't even say the things that we want to do, how do we say that we do believe we can achieve that? You know, now everyone's gone through challenges in life. I certainly have. You certainly have. But it, I always believe it's not how hard we fall. It's how we get up. Do we have that strength? Do we have that belief that we can overcome the very thing that has maybe caused us some challenges or some stress or some anxiety. I'm a strong believer is that the situation will never change who I am because who I am, I believe in what I can do. But if I allow a situation to change me, it's robbed me more of that than that situation itself because now it's transformed who I was and now I've become someone that I don't know. Because we all too often internalise things, don't we? Things that happen around us or to us, we think is us, but they're not. That's, That's right. just the external environment. That's right. It's how we respond to them is what really matters. You can't let these things disrupt your own well-being or your own focus or your self-belief. That's right. It's like taking the travel. It's like travelling. You know, let's say I wanted to go to Melbourne. I get in a car, get up the hill, and the car breaks down. 
That doesn't stop my determination to get to Melbourne. That doesn't stop my belief that I can get there. It just means I need to find a different method. I need to find a different way. I need to to look at catching a plane, catching a train, getting a lift. But my belief is I can still get to the destination I've set out. It's just I need to be adaptable. I need to be a little bit innovative, a little bit creative, and a little bit less precious about the fact that maybe my first attempt didn't work. Another point for our listeners in terms of providing some tools to help them strengthen their own self-belief. So reframing negative thoughts into positive thoughts. Now, I'm right in your wheelhouse on this discussion. So we all have self-talk like I spoke to before and sometimes our own self-talk can be negative. How do you disrupt negative self-talk and turn it into positive self-talk to strengthen your own self-belief? I'll give you an example. I was uh, talking to someone during the week and there was a situation, a family situation where, you know, based on the content, it could look, there could have been some challenges and some negative talk. But what this is the what I stated is that we choose our friends and we love our family. If we choose our friends and love our family, then all our conversation should be around positive outcomes because we all make mistakes. We're all human. But if our thoughts are, how do we resolve this? How do we strengthen the relationship? How do we overcome those moments of difficulties in our life from a challenging moment to a positive one is what makes, it's what changes us. It's what strengthens our belief that our foundational principles and values in life is what upholds us for the future. And if we believe in what we do, and if we believe in the pathway, then why are we allowing a couple of dips or holes in the road to prevent us from continuing that journey? Another point for our listeners in terms of strengthening their own pathway to deepening their own self-belief is that I spoke about the Ikigai book, and that's kind of a almost about you know, Japanese philosophy in some regards. But it says to seek out and try new experiences is actually a very practical way of strengthening your own self-belief. I believe that. So I have an inherent self-belief that whatever I'm doing now, I look to the future knowing, not thinking, knowing that I'm yet to play my best card. And continuous improvement is one of our foundations of your personal podcast for our listeners. But it's a foundation for my own life. So, And over the 30 years, I have always thought like that, that whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm going to be doing next, will be taking it to another level. Your thoughts on that comment? Just before I reply to that, what I'd like to know a little bit more in depth of what you've stated, Martin, is what's your driving factor? What drives you to want to achieve greater results or greater aspirations in life? Because you've got self-belief. I know that. I've known you for 30 years. But what is the driving mechanism that wants that, that you're driven to say, I want to achieve more? I want to aspire to more? Two things. Making an impact, having a legacy. And secondly, realising my own personal potential. So I believe, my own self-belief, that if we don't realise our own personal potential, we are wasting our own personal potential. 
And to me, that's a disappointment. That's not a life lived to its fullest. We only get one of these things called life and we've got to make the most of it. Every day, every minute, we've got to make the most of it. So, But not for ourselves. We've got to do this to help others. And to me, that's leaving a legacy, influencing a community, influencing a nation or a world, whatever you want to do. That's what motivates me. That's my wellspring of energy, Mim. Very, very. Look, I love where you're coming from. Really great response in terms of the question. My view of self-belief is one of the things I hold dear is that self-belief brings content, brings a life of happiness and a a life of joy. Self-belief doesn't mean that I, you or anyone else needs to reach the heights of what society would say as a success. And what I mean by that is that I don't need to be the Prime Minister of Australia to feel that I'm successful or that I have self-belief. Self-belief is just accepting who I am, acknowledging who I am, knowing that I can do things that things that I like and I enjoy and know that I've contributed to my life and helping others but I've got a content life. I'm a happy person. I'm a joyful person. Self-belief doesn't mean that we set a we need to set a, a journey to say, well, if I'm at this point today, I need to be at, at a higher point tomorrow. Self-belief is about looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, I like what I see. I mean, I, I really do. Now, that's an interesting one because there were times of my life where I can tell you I didn't know who I was. And I think in order to have strong belief, you've got to sort that out first. You've got to have a sense of who you are. That's right. And that what does that mean? I mean, your strengths, your competencies, yes, but I think it's a little more than that. What do you think about that question? Important. You've got to be able to understand who you are and not only that, but like who you are. You know, sometimes we, we can spend a life's journey trying to be other people and we never find happiness. But the minute we start to accept who we are and really be happy with that, from a human point of view, I'm not talking about tangible things. I'm not talking about whether we're poor, rich or not. I'm talking about as an individual human that we enjoy who we are and know that we can get better at at life, that we can improve every day, that we can grow every day. But every day, is a joyful day. Every day I'm happy. I don't wait for tomorrow to, to get me to be happy. I don't look to yesterday. I look to today and say, you know what? Today I've had a good day. Something I've always done, Mim, is that I've always written down a plan. But in doing so, what am I really doing? I think I'm writing down what my strengths are, what my goals are, and in many ways looking back a little bit sometimes too and writing down what I've accomplished. So I'm always a great writer. And I read some time ago that part of the whole notion of having strong belief is that you've got to commit it to writing. You've got to write these things down. It's part of the process. This is another key takeout for our listeners. What do you think yeah. of that? Absolutely. I Look, I have six things in my mind that uh, always I think about. The first one is, firstly, I've got to trust that I can achieve the impossible. Secondly, I'm going to plan how to achieve the desired result. Thirdly, 
gather all the resources that you require to be able to, to achieve what you've set out to. Then basically apply the strategy that you've set out. So I, I look, I basically trust that I can do it. I plan on how I'm going to do it. I gather the resources I need. I apply the strategy. And I, the most important thing I make sure is I celebrate the small steps towards the goal I'm, I'm achieving. And then what I do, I never lose focus on what needs to be achieved. So in all the small steps that I can see in the journey to what I'm trying to do, it's really important to celebrate. You must celebrate everything you're doing. Why? Because if you wait to the end, sometimes we miss that opportunity to understand the growth, the confidence, the self-belief, and what that provides is an opportunity going forward that you will embrace even greater opportunities because you've set out a pathway to success. Living in the present is so important. I totally agree with that. Another point for our listeners, seeking feedback from people that you trust. Now, we spoke about in episode one of your personal podcast, we spoke about the role of mentors. How important is it, Mim, when it comes to strengthening your own self-belief is seeking feedback from others. Yeah, but importantly, you've got to trust them. So as you can see, we've been together for 30 years. I think I'm not yet sure if I've asked you for any feedback, but I'm getting there because I think we I can tell you, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I mean, my, my, my grey beard has hit the floor. <laughs> no, honestly, no. no, we give each other feedback quite often. And it, it, what's important about the feedback is that we trust the person who's providing the feedback is one that cares, is one that provides feedback from a positive perspective. You know, we spoke in episode one and two about understanding that if our thought process and our motive is to help, then we would seek feedback from those that we know care about us. They might tell us things that might be difficult for our ears to hear, but we know it's coming from the right space. So feedback is really critical because in, in our journey to succeed, we could all use assistance in getting better at. I'm going to ask you in a minute one key takeout about how self-belief can transform lives. Before I do that, though, let's move into sum up. So for our listeners, we've now provided a number of points that you can apply. So have a think about these. Visualisation. Visualize yourself as someone who is confident, successful, and really think about what that means to your own level of self-belief. Then we said learn from your failures. We all have them. I mean, that's not a mutually exclusive concept, is it? We all fail at things. It's what we do with them. And you said, Mim, how you pick yourself up after you have. Then turn your negative thoughts into your positive thoughts. It's so important. There is positive in everything. Set goals, write them down, surround yourself with positive people. We spoke about mentors. But think about the influence that others have on your own self-belief. We then said practice self-love. You know, you've got to like yourself, you've got to love yourself before you can be yourself. So, Mim, a key takeout. That's in your mentoring and your advisory work, if you were asking someone, informing someone, sharing your experience with someone about self-belief and you had one thing that you really wanted to impress upon them, what would it be? I've actually got three that I I'm going to share. I've got three. One's not enough, three. Firstly, do what you say and say what you do. 
Secondly, strengthen what you're good at and then put a plan in place to improve everything else. If you have those three key elements in the strategy of moving forward, then you're going to find that your self-belief will get stronger and stronger every day. Some people might already be in a position of of really strong self-belief, but there's still growth. There's still opportunity. There's still so much to learn. So from my perspective, those three things has really been important. Do what you say, say what you do. Don't add to it. Don't take away from it. Don't exaggerate it. Don't embellish it. Just say what it is that you're going to do. And you'll never, ever go wrong. I would also say pay attention. Pay attention to what you're thinking. Pay attention to your own self-talk. Self-talk is so powerful. It really is. But pay attention to others so that you know when you're with someone who's got deep and strong self-belief. It actually helps them in so many ways. They're probably more resilient. So I hope that this topic, Mim, has really kind of begun to unpack this big topic of self-belief for our listeners. Certainly do. Uh, Certainly do. I hope our listeners understand that uh, self-belief is a journey. Self-belief is not just, uh, you know, we get there and it's all over. It's really about just understanding that we can change, we can improve, and we can grow. So to all our listeners, we'd like to thank you once again. Please, please feel free to send us feedback in, and we appreciate your time that that you're taking to listen to us. We really enjoy these podcasts. So have a wonderful day. We thank you once again. And to my fitness app, I promise that I will go for a walk around the block and I will fulfill my goals. Mim, thank you, and we look forward to chatting with our listeners in the next version of your personal podcast. Absolutely. You have a wonderful day, Martin.